like she was she was telling me about this picture and when she told me what the picture was i had to paint it she said she got out of jail and she was surrounded by so much freedom it was overwhelming like she had the world at her fingertips again she could do anything like she it she wasn't locked up anymore and it was kind of like if everybody could just be locked in that moment of like wow i'm free and you know just like overwhelmingly like feel i'm free then you would be so happy that everything in your life would grow and just like be it would upgrade and so i painted it welcome to the blitz seekers podcast our podcast is intended to inspire people to discover their true purpose and follow their bliss we're on every major platform spotify apple Podcasts, youtube please make sure you like subscribe hit that notification bell thank you so much for tuning into our podcast and please enjoy the show so you met nicole richie right i wasn't really in the to celebrities at that time when i met her so i hung out with her for a little bit a good a decent amount of time and she we were talking we were sitting at the same table mm -hmm. and i just i didn't know who she was what'd you guys talk <laughs> about do you remember we talked about clothes we talked about um she was giving away free things so all the people at the magic show in in vegas were they were promoting their clothing brands. They were trying to give away free, um, like little goodies. There was free food, there was free shirts, free bracelets. So I got a couple bracelets and it was so long ago. I, and I didn't realize it was someone famous. So mm -hmm. I it kind of went over my head. It was just like, we didn't talk about anything important. Mm -hmm. It was just chilling. Like she probably, didn't really get too much of that on that day <laughs> but it's all right every time i hang out with a celebrity i i try my hardest to treat them normally yeah like, i don't want to be a fan to them because i work with them yeah. anyway so what so what happened how come the company uh didn't work out the clothing company okay so the clothing company it was doing pretty good we were making dope things and um you know, people were buying it, but the issue came about when um, the salesmen, the sales reps, they were flying to all these different cities, Atlanta and um, Chicago, New York, and they were taking the company credit card with them. And that's where everything kind of went haywire because we were just like, well, why is, why are we losing money? And the owner, he looked, he reviewed the the account and realized that the salesmen were bringing their friends. They were staying at the nicest hotels. They were paying for everybody's food at the table. So they were really draining the account and they were, they were doing things they weren't really supposed to be doing. So he fired them and he was just like, well, it's okay. I, I know how to do their job. I've been selling clothes my whole life and you know, there's immediately when he said that, I was just like, well, you already do too much as it is, but I, you know, I'm just so young and I'm, I just stayed in my lane and I let him pick what he was going to do. As long as he was paying me, then it was, I didn't really get too concerned. Mm. So eventually the company folded because we just ran out of money. Mm. Wow. So mismanaged funds because they hired salespeople. And, and, but then that was, a new, that was a new chapter in your life. That's when you moved from Philadelphia to Harrisburg, and then you started painting. So tell us about that. So I took all my, all my designs. I actually still have like four seasons of clothing that I didn't produce yet. Wow. So I'll, I'll make those at some point in the future. But it, it, I just had a hunger to do um, painting. Like that's really like where my heart is. Mm -hmm. Like it's, I'm good at other types of art because I'm good at painting. Like painting is the source. 
So when I got back to Harrisburg, I began a brand new series called Perceiving Humans. Mm -hmm. And it was very conceptual and deep. It was Mm -hmm. like the secret, you know, the book, The Secret. Mm -hmm. It was it was similar to that concept. But before that came out. Mm -hmm. So I was really excited about the concept because it was functional decor. Basically, um, not only was it my first oil painting series, but it also meant a lot to me and the people who would be viewing it. So um, like the, the first painting of the series is, it's of a woman who just got out of jail and she's standing on the front porch of the police station, like covering her eyes and like covering her face. And she's just like, oh my gosh. And she's like that because she's overwhelmed with freedom like she has she feels it she she you know when you take something away did you hear the the saying you you don't know what you got till it's gone Mm -hmm. yeah yep yeah this is similar to that so she finally got her freedom and she was just like i don't know what to do there's so much i can do like i don't i just have to like breathe and she was kind of stunned by this power and this new chapter. And so I was just like, wouldn't it be amazing to make the series about that moment, that feeling, that one emotion that we all should have every day? You know, it's something, if you could feel that every day, then your life would be upgraded. Right, it's kind of Um, like the same feeling you had when you finally were able to move pain-free. Exactly, I started doing everything. Mm -hmm. I was, it was just like a skyrocket. So I wanted to just run with that idea because it was so, it's so helpful on a universal level. People all across the world can understand that. Um, so, and, and benefit from that mostly. Mm-hmm. So that's what the series was about. And I made, I think I made like five paintings. I don't have any of the paintings now. Well, would you do it again? They got destroyed in the, huh? Would you do it again? Perceiving humans. Oh yes! Oh my gosh! I think it's important. Yes. Because I put I spent so much time mm-hmm. on the philosophical aspects of it. Like I actually wrote, I wrote so much about it. I actually titled it the Upgrade Theory, mm-hmm. and so all these paintings, perceiving humans, comes from the Upgrade Theory, which is just somewhere art, but it's just like words so one is visual and one is literal or um you know just my writings my poetry just different things that i figured out in my travels so it's it's all related but um i would definitely i I would probably be a little bit more of a famous artist if those paintings still existed they they're the ones that got burned up in the fire. Wow. So, yeah, you mentioned the fire. So things were going great. And then 2015, a fire happened. So what happened before that? Like lead us from what happened like after perceiving humans and then what led to the fire and how that all went down. Okay. So I was on a painting roll. I was painting every day, just put, pouring my heart into it and just gaining more and more momentum, getting more attention. And I ran into some other artists in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And they're just like, well, that's what we do. You can um, you can come and hang out with us from now on. And you know, we'll kind of be our own group of like rock star artists. And we can, you know, we can stay up till three o'clock in the morning and paint and dance and listen to music and do artsy stuff. And um, at this warehouse, um, my my friend Ego, he's the one that owned it. He actually owns a tattoo company. So I was learning how to do tattoos and painting. So if I was just doing all types of art there, we were painting on the walls, the mm-hmm. ceiling, or we were painting on the walls and the floor. Mm-hmm. The ceiling was next. The ceiling would have been next if the place wouldn't have burned down. Mm-hmm. But our whole goal was like, you know, let's let's all have a big show because we're all 
professional artists. There's like five of us in there and we all make different kinds of art, but it's all really good. Like good enough to like sell out. We can get, we can like reach capacity if we have a show, especially in our little city of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Some people don't even know Harrisburg's the capital, but it's, it's like, it really, it's small. So like what we planned on doing was just bring all of our art, work on it and make as much as we can for this show. And we'll just, we'll put it on in like two weeks. So a week went by and at this point we, we brought all of our stuff in and we brought our supplies, we brought our paintings. Almost every painting I owned was in that warehouse. Wow. How many years Stuff of paintings? Stuff that I bought. Hmm? How many years of paintings was in there, would you say? From the year 2000 to 2015. Wow. 15 years wow. of paintings. Yeah. it was, <clears throat> And the stuff that I worked on, it would be... Like I, I really put a lot of thought into my work. It would be like a, a month on spent on one painting. So I, it wasn't like I had a million paintings. It was just mm-hmm. uh, a nice collection, like a, like maybe like 30 paintings. And, but they were everything. They, they had concepts and color story and you know, everything that I could put into making good art you know, I put that in there and I took my time to make it. So it was just insane when this one morning I, my mom woke me up and she was like, Dion, uh, is this Ego's warehouse that is on that burnt down last night on the news? And I immediately was just like, no, no, like, like I don't, I didn't even, I just didn't want it to be true. But I looked at the TV and I was just like, oh man, that's, it looks like it and I panicked and I just ju- like ran outside jumped in my car drove like 90 miles per hour up the street and it was his warehouse it was demolished mm-hmm. it was like a bomb hit it um so I pulled up and there's all these police and firemen and ego is standing outside like ah, oh, what is going on it was just like uh, everybody's heart was just messed up. It, like we were hurt. That was our hurt piece right there. Like uh, my series, my supplies, like my soul. Like there's just so much that just was gone overnight. And um, everybody was really hurt off of that. Like I got, I got people messaging me after that. Like like um like someone in my family died <laughs> they're like sorry for your loss my condolences mm. <laughs> like we're really sorry yeah and then we we're all depressed for a, a good minute i remember us just sitting at my dining room table and like we all cried mm. it was just like a bunch of adults just mm. sitting there crying like mm. uh like and we had no shame we weren't we were not shy people so we just mm. we're artists we like sometimes we just let it out and you know we couldn't just let that dominate we've all been through hard times Mm -hmm. and there wasn't a choice but to start over yeah we had to rise up like phoenix and you know just use those ashes for good i oh so what i did was i went back to the the site the old warehouse where it used to be Mm -hmm. And I found the burn up piece of wood and I crumbled it up and I used the, I poured the ashes into my black paint. Wow. So every time I use black paint, it would have a piece of that warehouse in it. That's it's beautiful. It's powerful. That's awesome. Yeah. I was going to ask you, how did you heal from that? Or if you're still healing from that, that traumatic experience. Mm, I'm healed now. Mm-hmm. This, I, at this point, I'm, I'm strong. I feel like it's, it it added up to just make my story more interesting. It made me a little stronger. And when when stuff is goes perfect for people, then 
it's just like I kind of feel sorry for people with perfect lives because it, it also might be super boring. Like, um, I, I mean, I, I there's a weird bittersweet thing to it because mm. it's like, oh, I want those paintings back. I had great shows with those paintings, like big galleries were inviting me to do shows because of those paintings. And um, I, I can I started to remake a couple, but there's I'm just I'm working on some other stuff, too. So there's no rush. I'm just making what I feel like at this point. Yeah. Continue yeah. creating. So. um mm -hmm. So after that, you started working on some projects, and one of the projects you worked on was something called Artcation with our, with Joe here. Uh, what's Artcation? Artcation is just a super fun design. It's another type of art that we both do, photography. And when we first started it in 2016, we it was just like a fun thing. Like here's an excuse for us to go take pictures in different mm -hmm. cities and mm -hmm. have fun. And New York specifically. Yeah, we our first artcation was Artcation New York. It's basically a vacation with art. Heartful impact. Artcation. Yeah. You know, artcation seems, impact. seems very cool. Bliss Seekers Artcation. Think about it. Co yeah. A combination. <laughs> we have a podcast. Yeah. We're doing our thing. Um, so basically, uh, let me touch up on that. Like with the artcation, um, we're gonna be helping like nonprofit organizations, like let's say an orphanage or any other nonprofit, like all over the world, right? We're gonna offer our services, which is I can all do photography. I'm not a painter, <laughs> but you know she she does all kinds of things. So we're gonna offer our services and help them out, see what they can do. And uh, it goes back to what I want to do with my photography, where I, I want to have an art show. And basically, most of the profits are gonna go to those organizations. Yeah, that's, that's part awesome. of the artcation. Yeah, and we can have a podcast about it. Well, you guys heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. artcation right here on the Bus Seeker. Yeah. By the way, if you like this episode, make sure you uh, smash the like button. Make sure you subscribe so you so you can uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel and make sure to hit that notification bell so you get notified when we uh, release some new videos. So Arcation, so you guys have been doing that for five years now. When is going to be the next? Well, Arcation? it's been brewing <laughs> for five years. It's kombucha. It's, yeah, we did one good one. We've been planning hey. some other ones. Our, yeah. our, our one that we were supposed to do this year, we were supposed to do Artcation Jamaica, but COVID, no. yeah, it kind of messed <laughs> it up. But Jamaica. the whole plan, we're still going to do it. Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll go to Jamaica and we'll, um, we'll get some normal photography gigs and a portion of the money will go towards a charity of our choice. You know, we'll do a little research and see what's near us. And then we'll we'll donate some money to them and we'll see if we can offer some photography services mm -hmm. to them. So sometimes they just need to be seen to yeah. get help. Some sometimes they need pictures of the kids or the homeless people or the the volunteers or the buildings that they work out of, like whatever the particular people, whatever they need we can we can hook that up for them and we'll also be you know going through self journey journeying ourselves you know like we'll meditate and exercise and you know we'll eat healthy and try different kinds of fruit and learn and we'll teach people as much as we can and you know, we we want to be able to make a heartfelt impact yeah, to ourselves well, and the people we come in contact with. Right. It's it's basically we're just being ourselves and doing yeah. what we love and we're doing the fun things and helping people. You're following your bliss. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, creating at the same time. Yeah, and imagine doing that also with the bliss seekers. It's like, well, sorry. Okay. On, on my arm um it's a it's like expand it's very expansive to think about it you know yeah. the impact that that we're gonna make so jamaica is the first destination 
or at least the first planned destination. It might not be now. I've been feeling Peru brewing ah, in my Peru. heart. Brewing. Machu Picchu. Ayahuasca. Yeah, exactly. Machu I've been reading my favorite. Oh, yeah. Mm. Did you read The Alchemist? No. Have you read The uh, Alchemist? No, no. It's my favorite book of all time. You gotta read it. You gotta read it, Isaac. But I read Green Eggs and Ham. Yeah. Does that count? What? Are you talking about? <laughs> it doesn't count, but that is good. <laughs> or you can even listen to audio. I, I think you'll like the alchemist. Yeah. All right, I'll I'll check it out. Yeah. Yeah, even the audio book is pretty cool. It's four hours it's only. So fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. And I, I'm excited for you guys to start start doing that. And and I'm I'm down to go to Peru. Uh, oh yeah, let's yeah. do it. Let's Arcade. go, hot tub. Hey, I'm ready. I got my travel points already. I got like hundred and fifty thousand <laughs> travel points. My dog passed away. Rest in peace, Freya. So I'm free now. Like, I'm ready to go. Whenever you guys are ready, I'm ready. So, um, uh, and then Hatim, make sure you get your papers fixed so you can <laughs> go with us too. Yeah. Uh, now that the Trump's gone, uh, hopefully it goes through a lot faster, right? Um, shout out to Hatim, our cameraman, right? Uh, anyway, so then all of a sudden now, 2020, it was a crazy year for everybody, but it was a year of lifestyle transformation, beating your disease. Uh, you know, lots of good things for you. So talk about 2020. Okay. At the beginning of 2020, I, um, I turned my business into an LLC. So I, I got official and I, you know, my, my dad was just like, we are going to go forward with this family business. The plan is strong and we have the building we we got a half a million dollar building with two floors the first floor is just like a a stage and then a big space that can fit like 150 people and um and then the the back there's a kitchen and a bar and you know so we can have weddings there receptions there political events there people can rent that out for any type of party it's like a little mini convention center. Mm-hmm. You know, nice. local artists can have concerts there. It, it's just going to bring a lot of um, opportunity to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Um, and put and Harrisburg part of on the map. The reason it's, yeah, well, part of the reason it's going to be different than the other stuff is because the whole upstairs is um, a whole bunch of companies that coincide with the they, just with each other with that space downstairs so we have the catering company and then that rental space and then upstairs is a record label a recording studio my advertising agency it's called drw advertising and we have a radio station the only radio station that's operating out of harrisburg wow. and we own it so if you don't if you don't know most radio stations are owned by just like a handful of companies Mm -hmm. and they just have radio stations all over the country right so what they the music that they play and the stuff that they play the radio station itself can't always pick they don't have a choice what songs sometimes they just have to play the top 40 and it's just like that's constant rotation. They're not gonna play local artists, but our radio stations, we can we can do that. We can have battle of the bands. We can have interviews from you know our local artists and politicians and you know business owners. We can put people on the map. My company will make commercials for people. Like so, all right. So just think of think of this. Um, if you have uh, let's just imagine a musician, like a, a young rapper, and he comes into the building and he can get signed to a label, go record a song, go get on the radio, and later on um, get a photo shoot from me and then have a concert all in the same building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's like so a business it's, mullet building. So business on the top and party on the bottom. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, I can do my photo shoots down there. It's just a huge space yeah, with yeah. monitors and a stage. We can do podcasts there. It's That's very, awesome. like, there's top-notch equipment, lights, mo- like, all everything's brand new. And mm-hmm. we, we got huge grants 
So we we splurged and we want this to be we wanted the wow factor to to be there. That's awesome. So I can't wait till we do that here. So we have a big building <laughs> where there's the creating rooms everywhere, the podcast room, the gym, all that kind of stuff. That's exciting. So all that was with through grants and you guys went big. Go big or go home, right? Yeah. <laughs> I what? guess you can just go the way that your heart is calling you to go. Because sometimes people, um, I've been running into people who they don't, it's too scary to go big. Right. It's not even a realistic thing for everyone. Um, and what we're doing, everyone can't. They, they honestly probably can't all just do it. Yeah. We happen to be the right group of people together. My cousin runs the radio station. My dad is the CEO of, of everything. He's a genius. Um, I, I'm a photographer and a graphic designer and I, I run the advertising agency. We, we all are staying in our lanes and, you know, just, bringing it bringing it 100 you know whatever we're strong at we bring that to the table that's exciting so that's that's how it should be right everyone stays in their lane is there they do what they're the best at yeah that's exciting you also had a health health upgrade so tell us about that now it wasn't just a business upgrade you had a health upgrade Yes. So I started kickboxing and like exercising. Oh, yes. So I, kick it's your ass so and then make a painting out of it after. <laughs> yeah, Take a photo me... and then paint it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just imagine like making a portrait of someone I just beat up with their own blood. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. Oh, <laughs> evil genius. Oh, there you like, go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm super nice though. Just, you have to push me real hard. I always figured if I am gonna fight someone, it's probably because I'm protecting somebody else. Right. It's not like I don't get in the fights. I'll mm -hmm. let somebody win the argument. I, I'm not getting the trophy for winning an argument. Yeah, nobody you does. You can win. Yeah, <laughs> like, they yeah the exactly. <laughs> they say the best way to win an argument is to avoid it. So, mm -hmm. so, so you started um, kickboxing. What else happened? Yeah, I, I started kickboxing. I started um, meditating and fasting and eliminating meat and sugar from my diet. That's awesome. Um, so now I'm, I'm not like 100% vegan or vegetarian, but I do. I want to try it. Right. I want to get to the point where I, I can like fully see what my body feels like with you know, no meat for no, a while. No animal just, products. You know, see if, I, if, huh? No animal products. Yeah, I um. Although I do like honey, I have to really have a good reason to not eat that. But I, I, I do understand like pork and chicken and beef. They take a long time to digest, and your body uses a lot of energy on that stuff and when I'm trying to meditate and get deeper with different things and um, just elevate my health to new levels, I don't, I don't want any type of blockage from being addicted to sugar or mm. KFC. You know? <laughs> like, the KFC, hey, that's, that's, that's some good. That was some good stuff. Mm -hmm. I, I do miss KFC. They have vegan KFC, but it has not reached the Bay area yet. So, Unfortunately, I haven't been able to try it. I notice I don't really desire meat that much. It's like if I'm making my own food, then there's there's no meat in it. It's usually other people making stuff or giving me things. Or if if we if I go out to dinner with a whole bunch of people, a lot of the times like it's it's always somebody else cooking it cooking up some meat and giving it to me yeah but um i do want to experience um full vegetarian diet like i want to do the dr sabi diet the alkaline alkaline diet, diet right um, yeah. is it just raw food 
No, it's just, it's a vegan diet, but it's a strict vegan diet. Like some fruits and vegetables you can't even eat. Mm. Like, yeah, like no hybrids. It's like, he he's, Dr. Sabi is just like, um, things that are supernatural, like not created in a lab or put together mm-hmm. by humans. And then there's certain things where, like, I just want to read some herbal books because I also know that it happens naturally you know mm-hmm. they cross um you know when different species do just naturally blend together that does happen so it's i'm not i'm not 100 like this is how it's got to be like i'm very open to change i'm very um aware uh, that i could be wrong with different things and you know i'm I'm happy to learn. That's awesome. So 2021, yeah, I think you already touched on your business, but that's the multi-million dollar business that you guys are creating. Yes. It's called Full Circle Music Entertainment. And where is that headed? What's your vision for Full Circle Music Entertainment? That I mean, there's a record label in it with with music, with the music industry, if you have one hit, you can make millions of dollars off of one hit song so on top of all these other streams of income in in one building we and i'm also a partial owner so the thing about it is when one of these other companies in under the umbrella makes money i get paid for it whether i worked on it or not that's awesome so i'm and there's a there's like a bunch of companies in this building so that's gonna grow it's very very easy to um put this same like the business plan is typed out it's like literally like a stamp we could do this everywhere across the country across the world we can put one in la next we can put one in new york you know so it's duplicatable. Um, mm-hmm. So right now we're the next move is we're just gonna put three floors on it, and mm-hmm. you know we'll we'll build up one notch and then create a little um, like outdoor concert space, and then we'll consider making another move, uh, building somewhere else. Well, that's awesome. I actually have a friend who's a, a, a up and coming artist. He's got his music uh, all over the place. But he, I went to high school with him. He'll be on the podcast. He's got really good music. It's kind of like sublime, reggae, reggae-ish. Um, he's got really good songs. Everybody I play his songs to, um, they love it. And he's just starting back to follow his dreams again. He's a father, a family man, kind of gave it all up for many years. He's my age. We went to high school together. And now he's starting back up, and he's growing big time. I don't think he's been signed with anybody, um, or maybe he did sign with somebody, but He's got a lot of talent. He's got a lot of potential. So maybe I should introduce him to you. Um, Intr- yeah, introduce him. There's so many reasons that this is going to work. My dad is the voting member of the Grammy committee. And he used to always tell me, because I travel a lot. And I'd be like, Dad, can I use one of your invitations to go to the Grammys? And he'd be like, yeah, but, but why do you want to go be in the audience and watch other people get prizes? Nice. Why don't you wait until it's our turn? That's mm-hmm. awesome. You don't have to spend, you know, that time and that money on being a watcher. Like, just, just be smart. Yeah, your dad seems like a pretty cool person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A genius. Yeah, we should have him on the podcast. <laughs> and- yeah, and I have some other cousins besides the Jacksons <laughs> who have their hands in in every big thing, yeah. like celebrity managers like he he partially owns airbnb nice. like anything big that you can think of there's a very high chance my one cousin is involved with it well that's so, good we, we now mastered the virtual podcast so i think we can now start having the expanding the podcast to different states and different areas because we can we can interview anybody from the comfort of their own home or office but anything else you want to talk awful. about real quick uh dion before we get into joe six questions Mm. 
That's really we can let's I want to I just want to know what those questions are. Okay. I mean, I'm pretty sure you heard like a couple of them already. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah, well, um, you know, I've known you for a while and uh, and I'm still learning so much from you and from what you've been through and just how your mindset is like to to get to where you are right now. So it's pretty cool to hear your story. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny how we know people, but we don't really know people because like <laughs> nobody really gets to know each other like this. That's why I love podcasts because we actually can hear people's entire story. And real, like I understand now. I understand totally how why you are how you are, and like I mean, it, I just wish. I mean, I, I'm glad I know this now. But you know, when you, f- you imagine if you met just met somebody and you heard this, you mm. can understand them so much better. You can interact with them so much better. You can have a much better relationship with them because now you truly understand where they're coming from. Yeah, and remember, like I asked you one time, like how do you how do you have so much energy? Like how are you so happy like all the time? And remember your answer. Maybe this is I love life because <laughs> I, don't I don't remember. You, what did I, what you did I told say? me you basically because when you're going through your um your your painful experience with lupus, you couldn't do anything. You couldn't mm-hmm. do much. You're in pain a lot. And then when I heard that, I was like, wow, like my attitude just changed. That's why I was like, I, like, I asked you, like, how are you so happy right now? Like, maybe I'm like, I wasn't, you know, for a long time, I wasn't a morning person. And I was like, how do people have so much like energy and like their attitude is different? You know, I ask you that because when you were younger, like, you know, life was painful. Your body was in pain. Yeah. And you, when you become healthier, it was like, I love life. Yeah, basically, you were like that mm-hmm. woman who was freed from jail. Yeah, I was freed from lupus. Freed from yeah. body jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But sometimes I wake up, and it's like, the thing is, is just imagine waking up and sitting up and kind of being surprised that you could do that. That's crazy. Mm, like, yeah. Oh. Uh, like and walking to the bathroom and it's like nothing hurts wow. oh yes it's amazing and now you paint like crazy hours and hours and 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 mm. move like crazy mm-hmm. and get lots of things <laughs> yes. done that's amazing yes well i'll hand it right over to joe and uh she's gonna ask you those six questions and then we'll go ahead and wrap it up six questions okay or six cues i don't or know where to start okay Okay, so maybe you already answered this, but what does following your bliss looks like for you this year? This year is um, identifying my new um, my new goals, and you know, just kind of checking off what I already did. Because you know, if you have the same goals for ten years, then that means you're not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> So I gotta make sure like I'm growing Mm -hmm. Um, you know I gotta uh, everything that is on my new list I'm going to um, go after it okay like hardcore go after it yeah like I'm gonna get it (laughs) so I I just need to know what exactly it is so following my bliss is um as, as being awake and aware and ambitious. Got it. For me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, if you were an animal, what would it be and why? Hmm. I think because I'm so artsy and weird, I would pick, uh, there would be a different animal every day. Um, Just pick one right now for tonight. <laughs> Jeez, I would be. I I think today I would be a rhino. I'd be one of those rhinos that you thought was extinct, but I'm just like, I'm still here. You didn't find me yet. Um, <laughs> no poacher's gonna get me. <laughs> yeah, I've been really thinking about them lately. Like, oh my mm. gosh, like why would people hurt them? Um, 
so i mean honestly i the 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 animal i want to be is a human because i can i can do so much as a human i can mm. do i can save all the animals i see mm. um as a human so like this kind of animal is is pretty dope but i i also see like dogs that get carried around in purses uh, those I see it all the time in San Francisco. <laughs> those little spoiled dogs, I get, I get jealous of them. Like, let me be one of them one day. Yeah, definitely the dog <laughs> to someone who loves them like that and mm. it has money. Like, that's like the life mm. like, you just got. <laughs> yeah, let me be Oprah's um, dog. Dogs, yes, <laughs> or Ellen's dogs. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, so if you had a superpower, just one, what would it be and why? Oh, very good question. I think it would be the the power of like bringing what I draw to life. <laughs> that'd be pretty cool, actually. Ooh, that'd be dope. Yeah. So I would end poverty by drawing food and money for people um it would be the start of ending like massive oppression and you know i we would all have airplanes <laughs> we would all have yeah <laughs> private jet maybe yeah i draw houses for people i draw food for people i would draw um TVs and weapons. Wait, you weapons, weapons? Like, take me back. Wait, so <laughs> I would draw secret stuff, <laughs> and I would just try not to let everyone know about this power, because the government yeah. would kidnap me so fast. Yeah, for <laughs> They'd sure. Be like, draw us a UFO. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely don't want the government to know. I love, I love that question and answer. Okay, um, <laughs> that was a fun one. So any advice to a young girl who has lupus and to how how to keep going, basically? Okay, so a young girl with lupus, you need to read. You need to empower yourself. Don't completely put your life in the doctor's hands or your parents' hands. Understand that the more you learn about health and nutrition and diet and exercise, the better off you will be. You, you need to experiment with a couple weeks of no sugar, experiment with a couple weeks of no meat, experiment with a couple weeks of no gluten, experiment with a couple weeks of no wheat. See what, you gotta take some of these things out of your diet because usually, you're, you're the stuff you're eating is also what's hurting you so you gotta like you can take your medicine as prescribed but also do these experiments with food and continue to exercise you know you have to push yourself it's gonna hurt but the way that i got past um that pain like if you have arthritic type of symptoms you have to work work it out move your fingers move everything around it's you got to loosen up it's it's like when um in the wizard of oz when the the tin man got some oil in all his little joints and then he could move that's that's kind of the process like you gotta just slowly move around and like piece by piece you'll you just fight it off. You can't give up. Try to stay mentally strong. You can overcome it. I did. It's not something you can't get rid of. The like, just don't listen to anybody that says it's a lifelong disease. You you can do whatever you want with your life. Nobody has that power over you. So try, at least try to cure yourself. Mm. It's very um, powerful. That's yeah. awesome. Also, um, 
love yourself. You need you you as a young woman, like not even just because you have lupus, you need to learn how to say no. You need to learn how to put yourself on like on a pedestal that's not egotistical. It's more like put yourself on a throne. Mm-hmm. not a pedestal put yourself on a throne make yourself be important don't let poisons come into your body don't smoke don't drink don't hang out with poisonous people toxic personalities you know just as a young as a woman that or a, a child you need to protect yourself and in, in different ways too so if you're mentally upset that's going to affect your physical. So you need to put yourself, you you know, you don't always have to be shy. You don't always have to be nice. You have to put yourself first enough that you protect yourself. And I love you. Everybody's favorite question. Just getting out of its favorite question. If you had, uh, if you were told you had 48 hours left to live, what is the first and the last thing you would do? Oh, geez. Well, that already kind of happened. I was just <laughs> <laughs> no, I would I would drive 120 miles per hour to my parents and just hug them and look at them and just be be with my mom and dad. They, they would have to come to the they don't live together, but they would be in the same house during that time. Mm-hmm. And I'd just be like, just come sit with me. I just want to be in your space. I want to look at you. And this is, there's nothing that could beat that That's awesome. for me. Like my parents, they love me so much and I, I love them back. And it's just so unconditional. Like they make, they, they when I talk about them and think about them, my heart beats different. I feel it. Like, I love them so much. That's awesome. That's amazing. Okay, one last question. You ready? Ready? What's <laughs> your number one wish for the world? Just one. Oh, my wish. My wish for the world. Um, my wish for the world uh, would be, like, let's get it as close to utopia as possible. Like, Cut, cut all the crap, cut the, you know, like there's a certain amount of suffering that the world has to have because it causes us to learn. It's part of humanity. But there's, there's like the massive amount of poverty, the massive amount of war and killing, the massive amount of like oppression and marginalization. Like there's, there's just certain things where they kind of go overboard with it we don't we don't we can get to i I think it's possible to to cut out racism and cut out poverty getting rid of that stuff is possible Mm -hmm. so like i i think conversations like this just gets us one step closer to becoming you know letting the world think about it it needs to be fresh on people's minds um what will make the world better and conversations like this podcasts like this um having this get bigger is healthy for humanity mm-hmm. so that's my wish for the world is a, being people just being more awake and loving awesome i love it yeah like i i i'm so glad we had this podcast Dion. like i'm so glad i got to know who you really are and where you came from and i just i don't know it's good to know like you're an amazing person and um i'm glad you're a part of this this team even if it's a you know whatever part it is i know have no doubt you will achieve your dreams and goals and you that multi-million dollar business will be very successful um and uh just real quick where can they find you where can the 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 viewers and listeners find you 
The best place to find me is on Instagram at Dion underscore Renee. That's my name. D-I-O-N-N underscore R-E-N-E-E. And from that page, you can see all my art. You can find my website. You can find the stuff I like. It's the best way. Okay. Awesome, man. We'll leave it down in the description below. But uh, last words, Joe? I like your shirt. <laughs> By the way, I've been looking at your shirt like for the last two, three hours. <laughs> no, okay. See, this yours. No, I'm just, uh, I, I really appreciate us just all of us coming together. Like, you know, I, I think that as a team, we do provide a lot of things for the world. Um, us, um, you getting on board, you know, doing the graphic designing. I, I know even though that's, that's like your job, the graphic designing, you provide so much more. Just being in your presence, your ideas, your, your energy, your, your sense of humor. It, like, yeah, I really appreciate you being in my life. And in being in this team too, so that's that. Yeah, thank you. I I second that. I mean, that was very very well said. And you know, yeah, like I, like I just said, like I I I'm very glad I got to know who you really are. And uh, I can now see the Jackson resemblance a lot more too. <laughs> <laughs> what they call you, the light skin Jackson, right? Yeah, uh, and. Uh, <laughs> And no, I'm very excited um, for where uh, our journey in life, all of us together is going. And I'm glad you're a part of this. And I'm excited for your journeys and your ventures with your family. I know those are going to be super, super successful. And I'm glad that you're, st you're still here and you got a long ways to go. So, um, you know, and I think this is going to be an amazing podcast. I think it's going to be uh, probably our best yet to date. And um, I'm excited for this to be released. So. Um, once again, if you guys like this podcast, please make sure you subscribe. Make sure you smash that like button because it really helps us out. And hit the notification bell. So thank you so much, Dion. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Everything is reciprocated. Yeah. Like, you guys are amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. And, uh, and uh, I'm, I'm, I, man, I'm excited. I'm just excited for the future of the Bliss Seekers. I'm excited for the future of Artcation. I'm excited mm -hmm. for the future of your 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 business and your multi-million dollar family business and uh and everything else so anyways thank you guys so much for tuning in and as always follow, follow your, your bliss. bliss thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast we hope you enjoyed it our goal as always is to become the number one podcast in the world and uh, make sure to subscribe if you haven't done so already make sure you share this with three of your friends and if you like our song our intro song please check out my good friend uh, maroni silva's band a dead desire on youtube that song is called The Mantra. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. And as always, follow your bliss.